push start. That's right. We back, we back, and James Gunn. James Gunn is back too, but I think we need to first introduce uh, what's this guy's name? Kevin. What's your, what's your last <laughs> we name? We have another Kevin. special Kevin guest this time. Kevin Furman. That's right. Fremont. Fremont. He, is, he, Fremont. Is so, he is so special. We're introducing him before we introduce ourselves. That's right. Well, yeah, we, he, yeah. We have a lot of Marvel news and, and a, lot a lot of superhero news, 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 and man. so this is this is the guy to talk to. This is. That's, he even that's came wearing I a Marvel, my Marvel sweater. A Marvel this. pullover. This yeah. is crazy. He's ready. <laughs> but anyway, this is Wham. You're listening to Wham. Episode Infinite. Uh, season, I don't know. I don't know. season two, episode two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like two, that. Episode it's the two. official yeah. one. What does Wham stand for? Uh, it stands for Wesley and Austin and Max. And we go to the movies often, pretty often, I guess. You just went to the movies today. So I went to the movies before this. Literally, just a few. Like literally, we're getting ready to do this, and he's already at the movies. Like, I can do it real quick. <laughs> Squeeze it in before I come to a podcast. But anyway, well, yeah, we got Kevin. Kevin, what's going on? Yeah, Kevin, give us a little bit about yourself. If you could, if you like, just describe okay. like Kevin. Like pretend like someone's a making Kevin. a Kevin trading card. What's on the back of the okay. Kevin trading card? Um, what's the I, Spend a lot of time at my computer. Okay, so yeah. computer. Yeah, play games. I read comics. Game man, comic man. Work at a coffee shop. As works a at a coffee yeah. shop. As he has breweries. probably the biggest dog I've ever seen in first. Yeah, he's seventy pounds. <laughs> you got to meet Mowgli. That dog yeah. scared. Like scared me. <laughs> Like, All right, so that's you in a nutshell. Yeah, that Computers, would be on my trading barista. card. Yeah. All right, that's on his trading card. So you know Kevin now. You already know us. I hope so, at least. Yeah. Uh, and least something else. Yeah. You're about to know are the details to this insane story that actually broke today. And I think that it's safe to say, uh, I'll speak for everyone here, that all of us were completely shocked yeah. Yeah. by this yes. news. Total that freak out. I had I to I make sure it wasn't like an Onion article. I, I, I was... I. Did not see this. I, I legit thought it was fake. I yeah, learned I mean, both of you guys. Because given the circumstances like, that we're going to get into, we don't feel like this would have ha- was going to happen at all. No, at I point. think we, you know the first thing we ever talked about in this podcast was this story. Yep. And I think at some point we got to the point where we're like, it's over with. It's it's done. I we were wrong. Having, I remember having that that podcast where yeah. we were like, this is it. He, this is it. You know, he is fired. Of course, we're talking about James Gunn, who was the director of Guardians of the Galaxy one and, and two now. The director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. But we didn't think that he would be. So I guess uh, a quick recap would be that he uh, some old tweets came up from, what, a decade ago? That, uh, That's the way it works these days. He was making light of pedophilia and rape. Yeah, they, they were, by making uh, light yeah, it was of just like he shock was humor. really yeah. telling some awful, awful jokes. He literally yes. took a picture of them being dressed up in a pedophile party. Yeah, that, that too. Yeah, so was, they, wasn't they he dressed up as like a... You were supposed yeah. to be like a priest. It was like a how to catch a predator themed party or right. something. Right. Right. So very t- distasteful jokes. You know, he's talked about them in the past, and and he has know, apologized for them endlessly. Yes. Way a long time ago, he apologized for them a long time ago. It wasn't even like a recent apology. Exactly. But they got brought up again after the the second, sometime after the the second movie came out, and uh, Disney just made the decision right away. Family company, fired. we can't take this risk. Yeah, so there were lots of things that happened in between them. Hundreds of thousands of fans were signing a petition to mm-hmm. to get them back. All the cast members signed David, to, to get them Dave back. Batista. <laughs> Dave Batista. we didn't even think he'd be... Matter of fact, that's, that's, like the top, that's been the top comment today. You know who won today? It was Dave. Yeah, Dave Batista. He won above everybody else. Yeah. But anyway, so they, they dropped the news today, uh, which apparently they've had it in months. Uh, like, had it... Yeah, they've been months. sitting well, so like we month. we like you said it's the story we've been following since the very beginning and last fall one of the things we touched on was uh, for one trying to figure out if James Gunn was going to be able to work anywhere else and one of the things was he was going to have to make a settlement with Disney before he could work anywhere else and right. we talked about the meetings he was having with Disney behind closed doors trying to figure out what the buyout was going to be and that's literally what we thought was happening was okay they're trying to come to terms on a financial settlement here, when actual, when in actuality, that's not what was happening. No, they were they were <laughs> he basically got his job back. they got his job back, and they were I don't know planning for a time to I guess kind of make this announcement. Really, they were just biding their time. I think the most the most uh, wild kind of quote in this whole thing was is that they never even looked at anybody else yeah. to direct this movie. Yeah. No, so this was kind of like they their plan no from the get go. They were gonna do like they they got rid of them. I I. I honestly think it was a harsh decision. It, they just acted really quickly to, I guess, to, I don't know, to avoid... I'm not even entirely sure, because yeah. like, you said that this stuff came out after Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Really, this stuff came, it was, came yeah, out it was, o- over the course of last summer. 
because he was just very uh, strongly against some of the things that Donald Trump was talking about. And, you know, what do people online do? They, they try and get people in trouble. And, you know, I'm not sitting here saying it's right or wrong. We've already had that podcast before. Right. Um, but they bring all this stuff back to light. He gets punished for it again. Uh, I'm interested here to see what Bob Iger says. Because today, the, with the details we got were from Alan Horn kind of reinstating gun. Bob Iger been on, was on record before saying that, no, nah, he's not coming back. Yeah. So I'd really like to know and this, either what of... changed or – because it seems like this was the plan – but again, Bob but, Iger didn't speak to it. Then yeah, also, it like, what right? what is the reasoning for waiting like an extra month to bring well, it up? Oh, it was and that's in, what but... I was. I think like the timing for it. I really feel like it was planned because I think that they waited for this time because this is like the perfect time for them to do something like this because Captain Marvel just came out. There's a lot of backlash going on with Brie Larson, yeah. and then they also have like a month gap till Endgame. So no, everyone's talking about Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. Everyone's talking about Endgame. The and Endgame then they, trailer. They, they, yeah, they dropped the unannounced trailer yesterday. So I feel like all of this has been planned out to kind of do it without getting as much of a reaction. So out yeah, of there's it. other stuff going on, so it may not take all of the attention of what Marvel's doing. But also, Marvel's on a high right now. They yeah. have a, a movie that we'll touch on a little later. That's got the it's number one in the world right now yep. in the box office. Yeah, their trailer dropped, and everybody loves that. Yeah. So yeah, there's. So I think it was very much like a timed, yeah. a timed announcement. I think that this has been in the works for a while. I, I also have some questions too because during this period of time where he's been fired, uh, I don't think you can hear the air quotes, but fired, he lands a job for DC, right? Uh, directing the Suicide Squad, and, and he's still doing. He that. wrote the Suicide Squad. He's still doing that. So uh, somehow through all of this. He ends up probably even better than he was before in terms of the situation that he's in. Maybe, Maybe he, he did orchestrated on the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's, like I, I just, it's, man, it's crazy how this is. Guardians of the Galaxy. Suicide Squad was basically the Guardians of the Galaxy of DC, and now but they brought him in. Attempt at it. Yes. They, well, yeah. <laughs> and now they're bringing him in here to do it justice, I guess, this time. And now he's also going to go back and do Guardians, so he's doing both. He's doing his own competition. Yeah, and of course that brings up the uh, the question of when is he going to be able to do all this? And I think they I think they, they said fall. Well, that. the Suicide Squad is going into production this fall, so I don't know. Let's just give a roundtable. It takes about two years, okay, from the beginning of production to the time you see this movie come out, especially with big tin poles like this. So on here, the proposed. Date that you would see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is 2022. Wow. Which is a solid five, six years between installments. And it, it is more than likely going to cap off the Guardians of the Galaxy story as well. Uh, but when it's all said and done, I think we can all agree that just it's just nice. Like, yeah. this is like a win for second chances. Like, yeah. this is because, especially yeah. in this day and age where... Uh, People want you to pay for mistakes for the rest of your life. Right. Uh, and, and again, we, we've, we've had this conversation before in length. Uh, what more could James Gunn have done to show that he was sorry? That he was regretful, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, th this, is, this is a victory for, uh, for James Gunn, for Marvel fans... For again, for second chances. So I'm I'm happy that we're sitting here having this conversation because I did not think no we would be talking happened. about this. No one expected that. Well, I was like, uh, you would just be browsing like the Marvel subreddit, and someone would be like, just mention Gun coming back, and everyone would shut it down. Like, yeah, never it, no, it didn't make yeah. any no sense. One, no one expected it. No, this was this was huge breaking news. I I literally had to look up multiple sources. To oh make yeah, sure to, to make sure. And you know why we're kind of on semi the subject. So something that came up last week uh, was so this just in the Suicide Squad news. Will Smith is out as, as Deadshot. Idris right, Elba right. is is possibly in. I, I have some questions I'd like to propose to you guys. So I I, I don't know your opinions on the Suicide Squad um, uh, or Suicide Squad because the Suicide Squad is something else. Yeah. I did not like Suicide Squad. No, I was, it's not I was very disappointed in Suicide Squad because I like David Ayer as a filmmaker. I had expectations for it. I despised the movie in terms of having my expectations be completely trounced. It wasn't a good film. Uh, what are your guys' takes on rebooting, for one, so quickly between the introduction to this on-screen franchise to now? I mean, and two, do you guys even care? Because 
again, I, I the first one was critically panned. Awesome. It's odd. It really is to reboot something so quickly. Especially, I mean, yeah, critics didn't like it, but it did make a lot of money. It made a ton of it's money. Not, it's, it's not the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, let's try again. I mean, yeah, we yeah. failed with the critics, but since when has Warner Brothers ever seemed to care about yeah. that? They've continued constantly, so it seems like an odd decision to do that to me. Um, looking at what they've come up with for this sequel, I'm kind of questioning, which is still technically set in the same universe as the other movie. They're not... They're, they're going to pretend like... They're not going to acknowledge it, but they're not going to ignore it and say it didn't happen. But I don't think any characters outside of Deadshot or possibly Harley Quinn are going to return. The rest of them aren't going to come back. They're bringing in a whole new roster, some of which sound... I'm sorry, I don't know nothing about the comics, but just based on some of the rosters of cast characters, Polka Dot Man and some shark <laughs> is going to be in this movie. Now, with this particular director, maybe it can work. This guy made a raccoon work. So, we'll see how it goes. He knows how to make an animal work. And a talking but, tree. But you know yeah. what? I mean, just calling it the Suicide Squad. Just yeah, that, it's that, weird. That is so... No, this isn't any Suicide Squad. I think this overall, is the Suicide like, Squad. This group right here knows what they're doing. It's a reboot, or I guess a soft reboot. Something along those lines. I've heard it might but be... A soft reboot, right? I think I've heard appropriate. some rumor that it might actually be set before the events of the first Maybe film. Maybe so. Saying they, but, I've heard rumors they want to, they really want to focus on Deadshot. Everybody liked his character. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, and, that and was, for me, that was my Everyone liked his character. Was, Let's recast. Yeah. But... Yeah, exactly. Well, Will, Smith, <laughs> Will Smith was complicated. Yeah. He had other roles yeah. that he, he couldn't he was taking on a dramatic role. I forget what yeah. movie it was for. It's, some, it's, it's a biopic film, but I forget what it was called. Right. But, but I, I think just the average viewer, that you know, say the average Joe that liked the first movie, they see, yeah, they see a, the trailer come out and they're like, wait, I remember Suicide Squad. That looks that's like Will Smith. the Suicide Squad, but that's not, There's not a number two anything to do it. with. Well, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like you said. Like, this was a film that was financially... Very, very successful. How much did so it, it has made? brand recognition. I think it made close to nine hundred million dollars worldwide. It was like eight hundred and sixty million dollars. It made a ton of money. So it has the brand recognition. Like you said, like what's going to happen when someone watches the trailer? They're like, wait a second, like what? what is yeah. this? that's not. That's I know not, Suicide Squad. That's, that's not, not that. it. That's yeah. not Will Smith. Yeah, even, He's blue. Like, and, and you know, we love James Gunn, but you know, they throw it up there. James Gunn. You know, I guess they could say from the maker of Guardians of the Galaxy, but. Like, I don't know how much that's going to help. Actually, yeah. speaking of continuity, in the world of DC, I don't even know what still exists in what universe at this point anymore. So I don't know. Look, I think they don't know. I think they're just trying to go to back to making because singular movies. And because hope this that is works. supposedly in the same universe as the last Suicide Squad movie, which was in the same universe as these other movies. But these movies may no longer be in that universe In anymore. the end, none of it matters. And I'm really frustrated with these studios' timelines because... There was a point in time where they had convinced us that they actually cared about those things. Now it's just all in the wind. And it's like, you know what, I, I wish they would just be like, look, we don't know what's going on. It doesn't matter. You're going to go watch the movie anyways. Because like with, with Jurassic World, right? Yeah. And like, so Jurassic Park's my all-time favorite movie. Kevin doesn't know that about me. Uh, Kevin, no, that's my, it's now you know it. It's, it's on my training card. I love Jurassic Park. I, 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 when we I, I have a very special place in my heart for those first three movies. Well, whatever... Colin Trevorrow comes in to make Jurassic World. He says, oh, well, the other, all the other movies except the first one, like, don't exist. No. Well, then after he makes yeah. the first movie, after the movie's out, he starts talking about the Lost World Jurassic Park 3. And it's like, wait a second, you said those other movies didn't exist. And now he's basically heading into production of Fallen Kingdom, which he didn't direct. He's like, well, those movies, yeah, they exist. But of they, they So it's like they just... It's like it's willy nilly. It, it doesn't do matter exactly. To. I mean, they exist it's in some form because the Fallen Kingdom was just a remake of the Lost World in many sort of micro ways. It was no, it one hundred percent was. Um, just like the, the Jurassic World was basically a remake of. See, I, look, let's, let's not. Yeah, I'm sorry to take us down that path. I took us down the Jurassic World. <laughs> this path. man is very yeah, passionate. I got a lot of. To be I got a lot of opinions. The man is very passionate. What do you think, dinosaurs? Kevin? What do you think, Kevin, about Suicide about Suicide Squad, about the original, yeah. and about this proposed reboot? So. I'm not a big DC person at all. I never have. Neither been. am I. Um, you, you definitely I'm, fit in with us. I've always been a Marvel person yeah. um, with anything. Um, so I haven't really been a. F- I don't, don't want to say like I'm not a big fan of the DC movies. Like I don't really care for them. Even I, if I don't they care were for good, them. I wouldn't really be too involved with yep. them. Um, that saying though, I think Suicide Squad might be. My favorite of the recent DC I, movies, I, outside I of Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, sure, um, yeah. But well, I mean, that's I not tough that. competition. Yeah. It really is. 
I did. I just liked the aspect of it. I yeah. just felt like they it went. It had a more Marvel feel than the other DC ones, which was kind of weird. And, and they made a concentrated also, effort to yeah. like make that so. I enjoyed it. I'm glad that they're retconning because the movie still wasn't very good. Yeah. And I think Gunn being part of it is going it's a to help thing. it exponentially because, like, even Guardians, who like comic wise weren't really that. Big or pop? I mean, they were big, but they weren't like as popular until Gunn made the movie and, and took and, these yep. nobodies. Because like the the team that he used aren't like the first original. No, team. they're not. They're just you know like one of the more newer teams, and he took this team that no one really honestly was like cared for. To, to me, that was the moment that the Marvel Cinematic Universe really flexed its muscles. Yeah, was look, it doesn't matter. Well, no one thought you, it was going to do exactly. That. It doesn't matter if you know who these people are. Yeah, you're going to come here because we've made you care. About everything up to this yeah. point, and you just want to know what's next. Yep. And once people got in the theater, ooh, wait a second, they yeah. fell in love with those yeah. characters. So I think Gunn doing that, and like, yeah. I'm glad to see Polka Dot Man and Shark Guy, because like, that sounds hilarious. That sounds, yeah. yeah. If Gunn's directing it, I'm like, this might I mean, be awesome. We had a guy throwing boomerangs, so, and a guy who shot out hooks. And surprisingly, <laughs> I do not like Jai Courtney, Jay Courtney, whatever his name is. But he, he was actually, okay. In that. Yeah, I yeah. liked him. Yeah. I, I, the, I, he surprisingly was one of my favorite characters. In that so movie, I am so. just something I'm like I'm super excited about. This. this is like the first DC movie that I'm actually excited. Oh for yeah, because yeah. I want to see. I guess since the Dark Knight. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I consider that not even part that's, of it. Yeah. That's, 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 that that's, 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 that's like a massive you, whatever yeah. they call it. While we're kind of semi on the subject, we were talking about the money that the original Suicide Squad made. Uh you had Aquaman this past December really set, I'm not going to say the, maybe set the DC course straight a little bit in terms of it was a huge financial, uh, it was a huge success. Right. Like, really critically and financially. Like, for whatever reason, people really liked that movie. You didn't like it. I didn't really like that. I didn't really enjoy it. I actually watched a clip of it last night. Uh, it was the scene where he fights the character that looks like he belongs in a Power Rangers movie. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I admit the action was shot very well. It wasn't shaky cam nonsense. Yeah. But it was incredibly cheesy. Like it's almost oh, no, like yeah. it was but like that's what you. Point, it's almost like you sign up for with like, that. They movie. just whip out the blade and say something real cheesy. Like you're watching '80s anime. That's what it looked like. But okay, so Suicide Squad before uh, it was before you had Aquaman. It was Wonder Woman and then Suicide Squad in terms of the DC. Cinematic Universe box office. Yeah. So Suicide Squad, the third most profitable DC movie in their cinematic universe. Right now, we're sitting really about three weeks away from Shazam opening. Right. And if we want to talk about, you know, just the appeal of brands, right now Shazam is only tracking for about a $40 million opening weekend, which is extremely soft compared to, like, again, let's just compare Shazam to Captain Marvel. Both Captain Marvel. Both Captain yeah, Marvel. Both Captain Let's Marvel. just compare it to of course, Captain I think Marvel. DC had to you drop could, the name. Yeah. Well, you yeah. could argue that Shazam, at least the, that character, probably has more, like at least wider recognition among the public, right? right. Yeah. No. Like you could, exactly. He's been around. He's been around too. way yeah. longer. Yeah. Just the idea of the kid saying yelling Shazam and turning like I've, I've known that story for exactly time, for yeah. so long that movie's not tracking very well right now and in nope. the end it's probably going to be okay but I just think it's interesting when you look at well, the discrepancy know, between I, the power actually, of these two brands it actually looks it's it, nuts it's pretty cool like it, they dropped the embargo very you know very uh, sly of DC to do this they dropped the embargo of reviews because they knew they the were same good. day yeah. that Captain Marvel came out and everybody like all the critics like it so, I, you know, it's like, hey, our movie's really good, you know, while everybody's, you know... So they're trying to take attention away from Captain Marvel, essentially. That's but, not That's not really... That's yeah. not working. That's, yeah. No, it's not going to... It hasn't, it hasn't worked. But, uh, I mean, i got to be honest. I'm actually kind of warming up the Shazam a little bit. I am, too. The more I, that I, I read, are, the more that I see. People it. looks a lot of fun. It, it looks like they're taking a step back and just making a fun Well, they're, like, movie. retconning a lot of their stuff. Right. That's what I'm saying. It looks, like, it looks like they're just the trying best. to do, like, singular movies. Like, a, a good movie. Like, I was sold in the latest trailer whenever he's fighting some guy in a store and he walks by a Batman doll and goes, Hey, I'm Batman. Get him, Batman! And just <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, the, the problem with DC, for me, was that they... They have a list of things that they're trying to do with their movies, and you know, at the top, it's like set up for sequels, and then also like make this a continuation of an other movies that you've made. And at the very bottom of your list is make a good movie. 
And it's, it's, it oh, seems yeah. like they, well, because, they you know, they, they, they started this. Exactly. exactly. They started this late in the game in terms of Marvel had created uh, kind of a, a blueprint. And they thought, oh, well, let's just go copy that blueprint. Right away. But what they forgot was, like, Iron Man's a really appealing movie. Yeah. It has a really appealing lead. It's got all the ingredients. It works perfectly. Uh, and, and even the success of that. Because like, you had the Hulk right after it in terms of critical financial success. It wasn't really much of either. You thought, oh, wait a second. They're kind of stumbling out of the gate with this. Uh, but then they, they, they readied the course. The first footing we had for all of this was Man of Steel. Right. And Man of Steel, right. I, I mean, at, in terms of public perception, is probably at best, meh. Yeah, you know? it's all right. Like, there's people who love it. There's people who are completely indifferent towards it like me. There's people like, like me who when they first saw it walked to the theater and wanted to punch the screen. Yeah, so, so, and like that was their first thing. So they started off really on shaky ground and it just, it never got any better. Very shaky, shaky. And there's been, they've accidentally, you know, they, they've, like, like Wonder Woman. Like that's something that, I mean, that kind of happened The for. second movie, we're not, we're not going to give Batman his own movie because he's done it a dozen times. We're going to slap him in the film. Also, here's Wonder Woman. Here's Doomsday. We killed Let's Superman. Let's not talk about that movie. Yeah. By the way, here's it's Lex a, Luthor. It's a hot mess. Yeah. We're trying to do three movies in one. Yeah, and then like a cameo of every single character you're going to see. Flash, Aquaman, the Cyborg. Yeah, they were all in Yeah, it. so and, yeah. we're, we're kind of... We, we are on the topic of DC. Some other... Some DC news dropping today. Actually, really this evening. Really whenever I went to kind of put together... Uh, this list of things we were going to talk about. So Ezra Miller, who is the Flash. current Flash in the DC Universe, he's been in Justice League as Flash. He was uh, in, what, Batman vs. Superman. Was it Dawn of Justice? For, what uh, an awful... I forgot. The, God, that's a bad <laughs> subtitle. He's yeah. in that for a little bit, right? He's actually, he was in Suicide Squad for a brief moment. He was in Suicide Squad for a brief moment. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a man His of brief moments. Flash yeah. movie is in jeopardy of not existing. And you guys have all talked about it here. DC's gone back to the drawing board. They're scrapping some things. They're you know trying to stick with only the things that they know have worked to this point. Uh, Flash for Austin, right? It was the, it was he that was, was the, the one thing that for me I, I really enjoyed him in Justice League. I had no problem. Yeah, I, I liked him too. I thought he was. He was kind of more or less the Tom Holland of that movie. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And I enjoyed him. So I I. I would actually see a movie. Completely checked out of DC. I didn't see this movie. But yeah, I, I mean, it. it's not just you two guys. I've heard from lots of people. Flash is so, like a redeeming moment of that. Miller's contract expires in May. And right now, there is no reason really for DC to re-up him. Especially if this movie uh, stays in limbo. which is It's been in limbo now for, God, I, I don't even... At least three or four years. Because th- this movie is, was on their... Slate, it was scheduled for a 2020 release. Well, in February of last year, uh, Warner Brothers hired John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldston to direct this movie. They directed Game Night. Uh, John Francis Daly also wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. So he has a little bit of familiarity uh, with, 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 superheroes. With, with superhero movies. Yeah. Well, this is a big deal because... Ezra Miller and this Grant Morrison cat, who's apparently a comic Arthur. He's, uh, yeah, he's a really acclaimed DC. And yes, he, he's someone who has a lot of clout uh, in, I guess I, I guess you would say, the comic industry. They've been hired to write this screenplay, and it doesn't really seem like either of the, either of the directors here were really asked if they were okay with that, because they've also put forth their own drafts. Because they're writers too. So Warner Brothers are like, well, we don't really like what you've proposed. Uh, this is kind of interesting and unique. Because the, 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 like, this is Ezra Miller like putting it all on the line. He's like, look, I'm going to take a crack at it. And yeah. if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least I know that I, I gave it a shot. I think that's really interesting. There's not a lot of precedent for that. At least in superhero movies. Right. I can't think of another instance in a superhero movie where a guy that was cast... As a specific character was like, you know what? Forget that. Uh, I'm going to write the movie myself. Like, I think that's like admirable. It's also like strange. I don't know how much writing experience Ezra Miller has. I don't know how much of this is going to be Grant Morrison writing it and Ezra Miller like just in the background like, oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, keep writing. Yeah, that's great. Like, I don't know how that relationship's going to work. But if you ask me, I don't think this movie's 
gonna be made. Oh no, it's not make. It's not gonna be made. And then also, Ezra Miller is rewriting a darker script. Haven't we? Haven't we tried dark in the DC universe? Yeah, and that, that was just a problem. Doesn't work. About as dark as you can possibly make it without uh, adding in. I mean, no, it was rated R. Yeah, they did an R-rated movie. So yeah, they've gone about as dark as I think they can go. Yeah, and, and it work. just it doesn't work. It, people don't like it. So I. Do you care about this movie? No, I don't care I about. Think, it. I, like, I think we're the wrong people to ask. Yeah. Grant Morrison's he has really good stuff, and like I. I mean, I don't know how his script obviously looks and stuff, but, like, him writing it might be beneficial yeah. to if it ever gets made, but I honestly could care less. Exactly. This just seems like one of those things that 15 years from now, whatever you're, I don't know, on your favorite entertainment website, it's going to be, you know, the top 15 superhero movies that were never made. You're going to, yeah. it's, it's yeah. going to be, like, number Flash. seven yeah. or something, and you know? Yet, like it's and just, yet, the Fantastic Four movie that came out a few, year, a few years ago happened. Yeah, it did. It happened. That's a thing. <laughs> and before we get into some more superhero movie news, uh, let's talk about this Jumanji sequel. Oh, yeah. This I can't really relate to so, because I still haven't seen this Okay, so yet. yeah, you're, first off, you're missing out because I absolutely love It's a new fun Jumanji movie. movie. Yes. It's so much fun. Yes. This movie does not deserve to be anywhere near as entertaining you know, as it is. I went in with like zero expectations. And 100%. I just love how it. quick this thing is just like, there's a sequel now. We're well, doing that's it. the thing. I'm this like, movie is Sony's. Highest grossing movie ever. So yeah, it's going to get a sequel. It's made more money than any of the Spider-Man movies. I want you to think about that. That's insane to think about. A rebooted Jumanji is Sony's <laughs> highest grossing film ever. They captured lightning in a bottle. They released I, it I at still Christmas. can't believe that because the trailers, to me, it looked like it was going to be a joke. Well, see, right? Like, it's a fun it, family it, comedy. It really like, is. It really is. I, I think about that movie and I still like get a... Laugh out of like, yeah, no, there's some funny like, stuff. Yeah, Jack Black is great in it, yes, incredible. Uh, and they've added some people to the cast. They've added uh, Aquafina, she was in uh, Crazy, Crazy Rich, Rich Asians, Asians. Yeah, Ocean's she's actually Age. really blown up. She's dude. really, she's funny like, too. Danny, Danny DeVito's DeVito. gonna be in it. You put Danny, Danny DeVito Glover. in anything. Oh, Danny DeVito's in it. I'm watching it. Yeah, I have to watch it. And, and then, then there's Danny Glover, but Danny the Glover might be here. Of course, you know, it makes that much money, of course, they're going to do a sequel. But if you have seen this movie, Sober You Haven't, I don't know about Kevin. I have not. I have no, yeah. got a DVR. They, they wrap this movie up, like, perfectly. It yeah. has a bow on it and so everything. No, no sequel bait. No, no sequel bait at all. No and no board, no video game in the sand. Go, bum, 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 no, no okay. none of that. So I'm interested to see, like, how are they going to do this. But, you know, it's... I think just the the recognition alone, that movie did so well that the whole cast is back. You're getting great And look, people. it's poised for another December, December release, which is going to be great. Because again, that last one, it, it came out, I believe it came out right around the time of The Last Jedi. And yeah, initially, did well. well, those box office numbers initially were pretty meh, but it had legs. This movie carried well into March. It did so well. Guess, you know what? I, I guess all honestly, I think it was about February when I saw it. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Like I, I, guess, I waited. Uh, I guess it was the movie everybody flocked to see after they were disappointed by the Last Jedi. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where these studios know what they're doing because with films like the Last Jedi, they're going to sell out, and some people don't necessarily care. They just want to go to the movies. Like, oh, the Star Wars movie. Oh, it's sold out. Well, we're here. Let's go watch Jumanji. So they go watch Jumanji. Oh, wait a second. Jumanji was actually pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little break from the superhero news for a second. We're about to hop right back into it because, again, it was a that's really right. busy week day. for superhero news. Yeah. This is, and normally we, we. I guess it was the time for it. I though. guess. Uh, so, this next thing I'd like to talk about uh, Rupert Wyatt. So, Rupert Wyatt, he directed uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I don't know if you guys like the Planet of the Apes franchise. Oh, I love the Planet of the Apes original. I still haven't seen War. I've got a DVR. But you I'm haven't seen... That's probably the best one. I was going to go probably see the best it. One? It was the best one? It's really good. Out of the new trilogy? I think this is the worst of the newer trilogy of Planet of the Apes. I was like, it's okay. Like, Rise of the Planet of the Apes is fine. Rise was a perfectly fine stuff. Yeah, it was not, fine. But Dawn blew it out of the water. What we're talking about, though is Rupert Wyatt was attached to direct this Gambit movie that we've been talking about for God knows how long. Yeah, that's this a... movie has been stuck in production limbo. So this is another one, like, uh, I guess it's it's a little different than Warner Brothers with all of their stuff just kind of collapsing upon them. Fox just got bought out. Yes, so, so everything's kind of 
hanging up in the air. Also, some other news there too. That sale should close this upcoming week. Yep. Okay, so that's so more it's news. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be official. So uh, I guess moving on from that, why it was attached to direct this movie, and I, I thought this was interesting. He said that this his movie would have been like a Godfather inspired Gambit movie that in terms of dealing in dealing with the Southern kind of mafia of New Orleans. Uh, at one point, you had uh, Leia Sidhu. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's a really she good was, actress. She's, she's really good. She's the latest she's a French James actress. Bond yeah, girl. Yeah, um, she she was attached to play the female lead. Uh, this movie's had like a lot of things going for it at one time or another. Even when he dropped out, and Doug Lehman was attached to it, I was really excited for that. Yeah, Doug Lehman's a good director, and Gore Verbinski. I love Gore Verbinski. Gore Verbinski makes. Really weird stuff. And it's always really entertaining. Well, he dropped out. And then, really, the only news we've had on this since is that Channing Tatum was going to direct yeah, the movie. Like and, that just, yeah, and that just sounds like just it's like not yeah, a good idea. It's just the thing to do. You're, everything's falling apart on you. Okay, well, you're main actor. Let's see if he can direct it. Well, this movie is now officially dead because on yeah. top of this news, one of the reasons why it was talking about it is because this week, Tatum spoke as to why the film will never happen. And lo and behold, Austin... Fantastic Four is what killed this movie. Hmm. Fantastic Four killed this Gambit movie because Fantastic it didn't work. Four. Fantastic Four killed this Gambit movie. That's what Channing Tatum is on the record as to saying. I don't know if that's an excuse. I feel like that's, that's kind of strange. The X-Men movies have been, have been successful. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I mean, even the bad ones are still making money. Yeah, Gambit's a very popular character. He is. Yeah, that's, literally popular. The, that's literally the character everybody wants to see. We had him once in X Men Origins, yeah, and, I, and that was I, probably one of the favorite moments in the movie. Yeah, I mean, character. yeah, of course, it's like the movie's Who was pretty bad. Who was the actor? Taylor Kitsch. Yes. Yeah. Tell something. I am happy. I would rather never see a Gambit movie ever than have to watch a Gambit movie where Channing Tatum plays yeah. Gambit. To me, yeah. that was the most disheartening news. He just doesn't news. have a he doesn't. Gambit feel. He doesn't at all. And like I was so sad because it would this, be him making a fake accent. Exactly, and, and you, you kept getting news, and I'm like, just kill it already. Like I get just, it, like you know, he loves Gambit, and like that's his dream. But it's like, yeah, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it for everyone else. Don't ruin it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of people that would be good. Who do you think would be good? I, I like Taylor Kitsch. I thought he was a good Gambit. He, he was my favorite job. part of that movie. And well, because there's not much. No, there is good much. Like about that movie. But, but regardless, he was really good. I, Kind of had the look, he had the hair thing going. Yeah. I'm hoping Disney does something with Gambit. Well, Not necessarily a solo they, film, but like I don't know who they're going to use in their X-Men. Which right, whenever they going do to that. Oh, yeah. like, I don't know who their team's yeah. going to be. But. We, we actually, speaking of X-Men, we actually did recently have a new trailer for X-Men. We should Dark take Phoenix. odds like right now. We should take bets. Is, are we going to see that movie in theaters? Dark Phoenix? Dark Phoenix is definitely going to be in theaters, right? Uh, it's going to be. I, I mean, look, it would not surprise I mean, I, me. Am I going to see it? Probably. Well, well, what, what, <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, like, are we sure this is going to make it to theaters? I mean, I'm... Because what's going to happen I, this I mean, week when the sale they, goes final? They dropped a new trailer, movies. and then they were like, oh, by the way, that's not coming out on that date that's on that trailer. Yeah. And yeah, then we got another trailer. and like, like Exactly. Yeah. I don't trust them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, feel like, I think they've, like... Pretty much made for certain that like this is they're going to have this movie. I mean, out, they have to release it soon like, because they're not the going to own it anymore. Yeah, I don't think the new mutants. Oh, movie new mutants well, is so dead the new mutants was scheduled to release last April. Yeah, then it got pushed to last September, and now it's just eh, uh, it, 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 it might come out. Well, look, so yeah. they went through the trouble of going through reshoots for this film, and the reshoots for this film were announced. Okay, at the same time, the pushback of release dates were. Now, mind you, I don't know how much you go to the movies, but like there were promotional materials in theaters already. There was cardboard standouts already. The posters were up. I'm talking about, I, I went to Southeastern. Theater in Hammond had the cardboard cut out for New Mutants up last March with it coming out in April. Like That's how close it was to being released. And that was how quick the decision they made. Okay, yeah, well, let's it. let's push it back to September. Let's do some reshoots. And now, like you said, we don't even know if we're going to yeah, see it. Yeah, no, I don't think that one's coming out at all. I think no. Dark Phoenix probably will, but New Mutants oh. is gone. I just, yeah. I, I just don't know at this point. I, mean, like, I would like to see the New Mutants. Dark yeah, Phoenix. They I would framed rather it see as that a, than Dark Yeah, they framed it as like, like a horror like a rated film. Or, yeah. Rated R horror film. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Phoenix is gonna, probably going to come out. they got to shove it out before they lose the rights entirely. Yeah. But, I mean, how do you think that film's going to do at the box office? Let's be honest. 
Um, uh, probably okay. In a world, it's still X Men. Yeah, so, it's got I the mean, recognition critically characters. Awful. We, yeah. They dropped the trailer recently, and I didn't even watch the trailer yet. But then they, they literally spoil a part of the film. Yeah, check it out. And, and I watched the trailer, and I'm like, well, wait a second. There's got to be some interpretation here. No, Simon yeah. Kinberg then he starts talking about, said, and I'm like, I did this. and I'm like, I, wait, yeah. what? Like, does nothing matter they're anymore? They're trying to get grabs They are now. desperately yeah. trying to get butts Well, something, something else that I think they're trying to, to justify is that after days of future past, maybe things just met, happened differently. It messed with their timeline. Their timeline not even. Their timeline makes no sense. No, it, it hasn't made sense since the third movie came the out. The timeline, I believe, would be first class, then just pretend things went as normal, and then you have one, two, three... Then the Wolverine, then X Men: Days of Future Past, which goes back in the seventies, which changes things up. The stuff in the sixties still happened. Then you get the new timeline with the eighties, the two timeline with the nineties. By the way, Logan. Well, I that's guess, an alternate universe. That's yeah, a, it's supposed that, yeah. to be supposed supposedly. All the other ones are. Well, your, something like, else too is like I really like for all the crap Apocalypse got. I enjoyed Apocalypse. Apocalypse was like this throwback superhero movie. It was really silly. Like, I, I saw Apocalypse, like, two or three times in theaters. Wow. Like, I really liked Apocalypse. I remember that was a movie I went to go see with Max, and we watched the film, and I was under the impression that we all more or less enjoyed it, but then as soon as we got up, him and, like, his friend were like, that was some stupid stuff. Yeah, right it, was and I was a, like, it was a I, bit of a mess. I was like, he's like, do you remember those costumes? I'm like, dude, it's the 80s. That's what it <laughs> looks like, man. Of course, Max did point out a very good point. Uh, the date first class, that was the 1960s. This is the 90s in this Dark Phoenix movie? They still they look, look the same. The same. <laughs> yeah, and nobody yeah. has changed they these aged movies. At all. The only one that they've cared about aging is Xavier, and they they only semi do that because really? of the bald thing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, he had hair at one point. Now he's bald. And that's also not a bit of like Dark Phoenix. We've already technically seen the Dark Phoenix story. Yeah, yeah. and this looks like they're just doing it the same way. And, and, and for a lot of people who read the comics, they'll tell you they have not earned this story arc. No, yet. they haven't. This, is, this takes a lot longer. They to never get will. To. They yeah. never will earn. And I mean, nothing against the Game of Thrones actress, but you know, at least with the other time they had two films that kind of established that character. Yeah, they didn't have any literally, they've done nothing with her. She rolls into a movie that's already. Convoluted with tons and, of other uh, characters, I, and then they just throw it in. Do we just want to go ahead and throw out the spoiler that was in the trailer? I mean, I guess if it's in the trailer, it's in the trailer. They basically kill off one of their biggest, you know, money characters, and that is Jennifer Lawrence's version of Mystique. Mystique, which, which I, I didn't even think she would be in this movie anyway. Well, she said she was punch, done with. Yeah. yeah, she said she was done. Which it's, you know, based on the makeup quality, maybe it's time to go. Oh anyway. yeah, that's a, that's a whole another story. <laughs> how they just completely is a complete debacle on one hundred percent agree. I don't know what happened with that. It well, she like she's been on record. Process. Yeah. yeah, she's gone yeah. on record saying which she hates I the process. Which I can maybe understand that, but you know what you're signing up for. No, yeah, the process. They, they like repaint her for each shoot. Like, yeah, I mean that sounds miserable. It so. sounds. But bad. then the last point about this trailer is apparently they took shots at the MCU in the trailer because at the end of the trailer they have all the mutants inside of a cargo train. And then the Dark Phoenix shows up to like take them out of it. And then they have these soldiers. There's like mutant, mutant containment unit, which is MCU. You see MCU on the jacket. So it's like so the it's MCU like, it's almost like she represents yeah. she represents Disney taking the X Men away. I mean, I mean, no, she's Fox taking the X Men back from the MCU. Okay, yeah. And no, because they actually came out and said, by the way, that's kind of what we were doing there. Just just so y'all know, y'all. I mean, there's no. There's no fight. F is, as if it wasn't rights. on the nose anyway. You're losing the rights, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid it's probably not going to be any good. I'm going to go watch it just because at this point I've seen yeah. all the other ones. And I love whenever the producer had to literally step into the director's chair. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. Well, who knows how long it's going to be before we see anything more X-Men wise. True. It will be because like 2023. It's, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna, it's, anything it's going to be a hot minute. So... I'll go watch it. Hopefully they'll drop New Mutants on Netflix or at least Disney's streaming service somewhere so I can see it because I'm interested in that. Yeah, that's a, that's um, a point. There's all these streaming services. Surely they can just throw it on somewhere. Yeah, it'll like, be somewhere it's, at some point. If it's point. made. I mean, and then you have other characters. What's, uh, uh, the, not, um, not the actress, not the, that plays Arya, but the other actress that's in the movie. It, like, they asked her about it and she was, you know, like, I had no idea. Yeah, who like, knows? It's... It's all up None, in the air. Nobody who's involved in the movie has any idea. There's no hype. 
No nope. hype. It really is. It, it feels like the most dead X Men movie yeah. in terms of it's just like oh it's kind it's of. Just well, I think everyone's just ready for Disney at this point. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, do something. Which again good. brings up the question: like, are we really going to see this in a theater? Because I just like, there's no excitement, like you said. I feel like that trailer just kind of happened. This this is the first X Men movie post Logan. I think people thought that was kind of conclusive. Like I think this is the end. Yeah, of it felt like it was kind of the end of all that. Right. Oh no, we were doing. Oh more? no, but it's well, I guess we had Deadpool too. Deadpool. That's its own like, thing. I just keep Deadpool like a, you, you have know, to separate it off to it. the side. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, in some more Marvel news, we actually kind of broke this news in a similar fashion back in uh, back in November. By break, I just mean just so happened the day about. that we podcasted was the day this was announced. Uh, the Shang-Chi movie. Shang-Chi. Yes, which um, I actually want to hear Kevin talk about this movie Shang-Chi. because... Uh, so he, Shang-Chi he is one of the, the, it's one yeah, of the foundational so, titles of Marvel. Yeah, so Shang-Chi dates back really old. Um, it's... it's I, I, This is another one of the like Guardians things where it's weird to see them bring a character who like most people really don't care about yeah. anymore. He's, I mean, there's no... He hasn't been modernized in a while. Like He was in a couple events a few years back, but like... He's just, he's a sideline character. Yeah, yeah. But to see that they're going to make a solo movie about him, I'm actually really excited about that because I like how Disney, uh, with Marvel now, takes all these just nobody characters and makes them awesome. Pleasures of that. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm excited about it. Uh, they have said, too, with that, they're going to try to... There's a couple things whenever uh, Shang-Chi was being made that were very uh, racist undertones because the person who had created the... Helped write the comic, create the character. Um, he also made the like Fu Manchu character, yeah. who was uh, he was supposed Caricature, to be like a satirical yeah. Asian character and stuff. So they said that they're gonna uh, obviously abandon a lot of that, and so I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with the character. Treat it with some respect. Well, yeah, today right. we get news that short-term Twelve director Destin Daniel Cretton is gonna direct this film. And have you seen short-term Twelve? I haven't seen short-term Twelve. I would. I, anyone who hasn't seen that movie. If you want to have your heart broken, watch it. It's a very good movie. It's a, I'm getting tears Just thinking, thinking about, about it right it. now. Wow. It is wow. a very sad movie. Brie, Brie Larson, Larson is in it. Yeah. There's a bunch of people in this and, movie. And he also worked with Brie Larson again with Glass Castles. Yep. Uh, yep. He made that in 2017. I didn't see that. I'm familiar with the book, and I really wanted to see it. I just never, never got around to it. I'm going to have to eventually watch I've, it. But, I've glossed over it a couple times. I but, thought about but watching yeah. it. Uh, and I think there was like uh, some controversy with this uh, before. They didn't they maybe tap somebody else to direct this, but they were like, "No, we want to." Oh follow no, no, this was something that an Asian. No, because I remember person. whenever we yeah. first talked about this, they said, "No, we want to find an Asian director." That's right. Um, uh, because like we want to kind of take the Black Panther model. Yes, like, let's let's do that. So yeah, so that's something that they're fast tracking. That that's going to be something that. Uh, I think the release date was 2021. I, I don't have it right here, but uh, yeah, so that that's something that's, that's going to be people are speculating. Yeah, so uh, we'll you know update you with more news yeah, from I mean, that. Exciting. I mean, it. like just Phase Four in general. I especially with the James Gunn news and you know Shang Chi is coming along, Eternals is coming along. I'm actually getting a lot more excited for Phase Four. I'm really excited for Eternals. I'm so excited for Eternals. Like yeah. I, I have that that hardcover and yeah. I love it. Well, I have their first appearance yeah. comic back from. Uh, oh my gosh, it was seventies. I have the John Ramada Jr. kind yeah. of reboot. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this and I love that. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I, I am totally in the dark with all this. I have no idea. Um, I'll just have to wait to see. And I have the Shang, the Shang-Chi first appearance, too, Master of Kung Fu 15. So I'm glad to see all of these like actually getting picked yeah. up and everything. A Marvel film being written by a DC writer. Yeah. A guy who, outside of... Uh, we actually talked about Dave Callahan whenever we talked about this news initially, and... He, outside of, I think he also wrote the first Wonder Woman. Yeah, just not not a lot of good stuff. Uh, this next story is something that I just thought was interesting. Um, it's just some drama. Also, like, could you have found two more unlikable people to lead a movie? <laughs> so it's Mel Gibson and Sean Penn. Sean Penn. And yep. it's a movie about the creation of the Oxford Dictionary. It's See, called I, The Professor and the Mad Men. You put this in the notes. I saw this was a trailer that existed. I didn't watch it. I had to watch it before we came in to do this. I liked it. I thought it looked I good. I have to admit, I am highly impressed the movie about the dictionary actually. It looks interesting. It does. But apparently it's despite, not the version they wanted. Yeah, There's a lot of drama. how good it looks, yeah. Like, a movie enough. about the dictionary is getting a ton of drama, but... 
It's Mel Gibson. So doesn't it seem like drama? Yeah, kind of drama just his... follows him. So basically, you had this entire kind of uproar take place last fall. Um, Voltage Pictures, they were one of the production companies involved in the making of this film. Uh, Gibson and his company, Icon Productions, they've been locked in a legal battle with Voltage Pictures. Well, it seems that the judge sided in favor of Voltage Pictures. So Voltage Pictures had the final say on the final cut of this film. Well, this is not that's not the final cut of the film that the director wanted or Mel Gibson who's a producer wanted. So basically, they've kind of they've kind of got him tied up here because it has this movie has a release date. In fact, it's already been released in multiple countries across the world. It doesn't have a release date in the United Kingdom or the United States yet, but it's already seen the light of day in like Mexico and other places, and it's not a cut of the film that the director wanted or the producers wanted. And I think that's really interesting to think about. So right now, it doesn't have an actual director. The film's director is now listed as P.B. Sherman. Yeah. So I guess that's like... Uh, or Shimron, that's excuse like, me. That's um, like... What's that name they used to use back in the day when the director didn't want Yeah, to I can't it? think of what it is, but I know what you're talking about. I'm going to have to look that up now. Um, so, I don't know if we're going to see this movie. I I, I want to see it. I mean, it looks I, honestly... I remember it now. Alan Smithy, that's the name. Alan yeah, Smithy. I mean, prior to today, I had no clue this movie even existed. I, I had no idea. I saw the thumbnail on YouTube. Right, you know, I've watched the trailer now. I think it looks very interesting. But also, if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to cry myself to sleep. Like, it's... You know, it, it definitely looks interesting, but... I guess what's more interesting to me is this whole... Oh, yeah, all this other stuff happening behind, behind it. Behind it. Yeah. That's, a, that's a documentary I'd like to watch one day. It's, yeah. Like, what, what happened here? Um, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Again, it doesn't have a release date yet. Uh, and I think now we can all finally dive into something that we've probably all wanted to talk about, maybe from the very top, even more than the James Gunn news, is, is Captain Marvel. Yes. Uh, let's kind of go around and each talk about what we liked about Captain Marvel. What about, what about you, Arthur? I thought it was a solid, enjoyable movie. Um, it's not necessarily one of Marvel's best, in my opinion, but no, it's not one of the weaker ones of their MCU. Uh, solid main character, good humor, good pace, really good action, special effects, really great, way better than Black Panther, I should say. Uh, and a very interesting turn that I'm not going to say. Uh, what's the actors? I mean, you know what, we're not going to get into it. The scrolls are very great in the film, I'll just simply say that. And uh, more importantly... To the criticism that's been thrown at it, saying that the film is like a feminist propaganda machine, no, it's yep. not. No more than any other film that says a, a female character can be strong. No more than any other film. <laughs> not bad. I just think like the controversy surrounding this movie has been so just, just fabricated. Wonder Woman didn't even get that backlash. It no, didn't. Like, it didn't. And I just it's, it's just it's very numbing. And I honestly say I enjoyed this film more than Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would yeah too. absolutely. And uh, I liked it better than I liked Black Panther as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I thought this movie, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I had a great time watching it. You know, this movie's not only a, a origin story for Captain Marvel, but it's also an origin story for Nick Fury, which, which is, is awesome. Uh, it was so that's like, that's Everybody's like, like one, of, they're one of their favorite characters. When in people the are like, when there are still people online bashing it, saying it's the worst one, yeah, I'm like. Why? Based upon what? Yeah. You Based have your own biases that you've other thrown than, in the film. Other than just you don't agree with what Brie Larson said outside of the film. I mean, and even in, which wasn't even. Yeah, attack. that's not. It's not like she. We talked about that on our last podcast. <laughs> she didn't even literally what she said. She wanted to be more inclusive and to she, people and, interviewing and, her during and, her press job. Interesting enough, she wasn't even talking about Captain Marvel. She was talking about the uh, film that came out last year. Uh, what's that Disney movie that was like the big one? What's the big one called? Is it Wrinkle in Time? What's Wrinkle in Time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Our producer. <laughs> we have a producer here who's tapping on the shoulders. But yeah, A Wrinkle in Time. She was talking about that film in context of, well, what did she say exactly again? She, uh, for the people that were interviewing That's her, how much she, yeah, she wanted it to not just be... <laughs> That's how much I don't care. She, she's done lots of interviews for her movies and it's always uh, been white men. Which is like 80%. Yeah, it. like it's of all the reporters. Pop. Oh, yeah, yeah. She wants to give other reporters... 40-year-old white males. Yeah, other reporters, females, or, you know, uh, different races. Color, yeah. yeah. To, to interview, or to, uh, to Which conduct Which for a film that has an international box office, it's not necessarily a hard thing to 
suggest. Well, and it's right? also yeah, it's like it's a woman superhero. It's like the first one that Marvel's had like as a standalone like female hero. Yeah. So it makes sense that like you know like if this was even inclusive to Captain Marvel, like she didn't even say it to Captain Marvel. Exactly. But even if she did, like why is that a problem? Like no, it makes sense. It's a movie about mm-hmm. like empowering a woman, a female superhero. So why not empower women like outside of it too? Exactly. Like, she's just trying to be a role model for yeah. girls. And not only are you empowering women or other races, like also people have different opinions, like different people. Like what you know, not don't just stick with the the folks that are going to write the same story. Well, see, that's one of the things you talk about was perspective. That's it's like it, like you know, not say anything bad, but most forty year old white guys have kind of had the same experience, especially if they're in that job. Yes. So it's like if you talk to some other people, a more diverse group of people, they've had different journeys. They can bring different things to the conversation, and there's not a single thing wrong with that. No. And if you have an issue with that. Like, look in the mirror. Like, you have problems. I, I get, you, have, you have problems. Yep. And so, like, that's, yeah, that's, that's that. One so, of the things I loved about the movie was the scrolls, yes. But also, like, think about how far the uh, de-aging CGI has come since per- Tron 3. It was basically perfect in this movie. It was amazing. Like, do you remember seeing, no, Tron 3, Tron 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seeing Tron 2, seeing Jeff Bridges, and being like, man, like that just doesn't look <laughs> well, good. Well, you know, at least that <laughs> film maybe had this slight way you could say, well, he's a computer copy. Well, just yeah. think about how far we've come since then. Even since uh, the first Ant-Man movie. Yeah. We had Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas was young. This has been a theme in a lot of these movies, digitally yeah. de-aging well, the characters. It's like, you can kind of still still stay there, but it gets better every time. With this time, at no I point, could not tell no, a single frame of this movie no. that they were de-aged. Now, granted... Sam Jackson is not somebody who's you know has aged well. He's aged very well. Yeah, what is seventy He's years old? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the things that I took away from it. Like, man, like that was really good. And also, like, I really enjoyed Brie Larson's performance. Yeah. A lot of people are There's a lot of people walking out of this movie saying that she is what makes the movie bad, saying that her performance is wooden. Like I was reading all kinds of stuff. It's stale. She's she expresses no emotion. She's I'm like, what are you? How are you even like? What, like, I, it, I I didn't understand that at all. No, I, so I was I like, do we watch the same movie? I don't feel like we watched the same movie. Like, I mean, granted, yeah, she was just dropping puns like a '90s action movie, but I mean, that's a '90s action movie. That's what you do. People make cheesy puns all the time. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things I also liked yeah. about it was. That in she terms of like in terms of people in this universe, I feel like I could meet Carol Danvers. Yeah. Like I feel like that I know a Carol Danvers. I agree like with I that. don't know a Tony Stark. Yeah. I don't know a Bruce Banner. I don't really know a Steve Rogers. Like in terms of being able to relate to the main character as like someone that could be in my life. That was the first time I've seen that. It's like, wait a second, like that's like and when we were talking know. about this, Kevin brought up a, a good point that that I, I didn't think about when I was watching it. Uh, she was also taken from Earth and completely like yeah. her memory was changed. Of course, she's not gonna yeah. like, respond. Exactly. Yeah, that's, like, that's what that was my like out because like a lot of people like didn't like how she her like wording on things how she acted. But it's like well, that, what is like she doesn't have she, she wasn't raised yeah, on her yeah. she it's was interesting how she people it. criticized it for her being very stonic and sometimes occasionally not having a lot of emotion. Well she's been trained to be a soldier. Yeah and her like puns and stuff like uh Jan Rog in the movie Jude Law was like that he was like teaching her as that like in combat as like a distraction yeah. kind of thing. So that's the like, kind of humor that she was used to. Right. So yeah I guess we're all kind of in accordance here. Like I I thoroughly enjoyed her. She was one of my favorite parts. I thought she was very charming. I'm excited to see her in this universe moving forward, too. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential. Again, not spoiling anything, but like in terms of them being able to make sequels, kind of like in a Wonder Woman-esque fashion, Mm -hmm. as we're going to get a Wonder Woman 1984. I think there's potential to get an early, maybe 2000s, uh, yeah. Like Captain Marvel movie, because exactly there's Wars. exactly there's plenty of stuff that we don't know what happened yeah. or anything up to this point. So I feel like if we do get a sequel, it's not going to take place after the events of Endgame. Yeah. It'll probably take place. I don't Even know. Five or takes after Endgame. I'm still excited. To I, I'd be excited yeah. for that too, but I think that they they might. Yeah. I don't know. Five or six years after that first one. Uh, so yeah. Uh, also. 
people thought that, oh, you know, the... This film's going to tank. Well, like, not even that, but, like, they thought that their uh, preemptive negative reactions would have an effect. This movie blew past expectations. And again, the expectations were pretty darn high. A hundred million dollars for a side character like Captain Marvel, that's a big deal. No, 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 no. 155 million dollars. Completely blowing those projections out of the water. It's a bona fide hit as of today. It's been out seven days. It's made 560 million dollars worldwide. It's well on its way to making a billion dollars and again, showing the power that Marvel has. Yeah. Yeah. And that's even considering, I brought this up to these guys earlier, the hashtag Alita challenge. I don't know if you guys knew about that. Okay, so yeah, obviously that's a film that came out. We talked about for Alita Battle Angel. Uh, film that also is a film that features a strong lead female protagonist who has memory problems. Uh, but people were saying that film had a much better representation of a female character. I would say slightly. I don't, I don't even... But aside from all that, anyway, the challenge boiled down to t- doing one of two things. One, not going to see Captain Marvel at all and just going to see Alita again to give it more money. Or two, yeah, go see Captain Marvel, but buy right. your tickets for Alita, then go sneak into Captain Marvel, don't give Marvel your money. Yeah, that, that didn't work. Yeah. And that's coming from a guy, I actually saw Alita again over the weekend, the same weekend, because some friends wanted to go see it again. Not a waste of my money at all. I enjoyed seeing it a second time. Yeah, the movie's great. In but, fact, I will, yeah. I will stand by saying I thought Alita was better than Captain Marvel, and I liked Captain Marvel, but I'm going to stand by that statement. But, but no. I loved friends. Captain Marvel. That was probably, and I mean, it's a, there's not that many movies, I guess, if you look at it from outside. But like, it's my top ten. I yeah. loved Captain Marvel. Yeah. And I was telling Max this earlier, like what they did with their character, they completely they retconned almost everything oh, they based did. on her comic. Like, yeah, almost all of it. But they made it work. Oh yeah, and they made it awesome. And even with the scrolls, they changed it. Talos who. Talos is supposed to not be able to shapeshift. He's like a part cyborg scroll and stuff. Really super strong. But they made him so likable and stuff. Yep. And Ben oh, Middleton killed him. He was fantastic. And Ben Middleton was the best part of the movie for me. Amazing. Yeah. Him and Brie Larson for me, that, that, that was it. The part was, where, like, halfway to the film where, like, they're in the living room. just And there's a scene where he's wearing a suit. And it's just like, okay, I'm just loving this character a lot. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, well, some of the things they also, like, you talked about retconning that, that stuff. Like... I was really interested to see how they would, like, do the higher intelligence. Because, like, in the yeah. comics, the higher intelligence is a really strange-looking, yeah, weird... It's like, green it's like a giant eyes. green blob with a yeah. face. And, like, te- and, like, it just looked really strange. So I liked what they did with that yeah, no, in terms of, in yeah. terms of making... The only it. thing that threw me off a little bit from, like, a comic perspective is what they did with Marvel. Yeah. Um, yeah they, and they, I was fine with her being a woman and stuff. But it was just weird because she... Marvel was supposed to be like a superhero, and yeah, stuff yeah, and everything. Yeah. But, but I guess it was, yeah, it was, it was different, and not necessarily. Was it? Uh, it was. She was seeing her. Oh no, no, she was there, but, yeah. uh, but she, most of the time she was seeing her as yeah. like, like in the memory. Yeah, but it, they but made it work. Yeah, they did. They, they made I, mean, it it really I was a little disappointed that like I, we didn't see Marvel. Yeah, that would like cool. a superhero yeah. Marvel, but. I mean, I guess they probably... But yeah, they, this, there was so much past stuff that they would have to tie in more yeah, things and yeah, stuff, but and they this, made it work. This was the no new, matter what. This is the new Captain Marvel, the latest adaptation yeah. of her in the, the comics, and I, I'm glad they, they went with this one. I thoroughly yeah, enjoyed it, and I think it's going to work well with the other characters. And in it. I don't know how to say it to convince the people who still think this movie's awful and it needs to be boycotted. Yeah, and it, like you said, just, no just No more than like any other... She's a strong woman. Film? Not in a bad way. I've seen worse examples in other movies. I don't understand why this one... Again, you gotta separate what the actress says. Because in real life, I don't care what the actors do in real life. That's their business. That's their opinions. At the end of the day, their performance in the movie, she did fine. Who cares what she said outside of the film, honestly? Teach the room. A lot of people care. A lot of people care. A lot of people want something to be upset about. This weekend, in terms of new releases... 
Not uh, much. Pretty quiet. Kind of like letting yeah, Captain Marvel steamroll well, through another People were bringing big weekend. up like, okay, it did well the first weekend. It's all about that second weekend. We'll no, do. it's not. Yeah, it's going to. It's made six hundred million dollars. Right, yeah. Yeah, for, yeah. First off, it's made that much, but it's also it's going to continue. Yeah, to pick up this the three films too. coming out this weekend. Captive State. Captive State, which is a movie that has five feet apart. Captain State has interest me. Oh, that's but the I've, cancer. The marketing is so bad. I've avoided the marketing. The marketing is awful. Like, the marketing just looks cheap, and I've just avoided it. I've just said I that's like That's also the one idea. of the reasons why we talked about Rupert Wyatt earlier. Is yeah, he he's directing Captain this State. film. Right. It's not a high-budget film. It's only like $25,000, which is kind of impressive. $25,000? $25 million. Just make that up. <laughs> Sorry. We can make that. Sorry, I was mistaking him for Robert Rodriguez for a there second. But yeah, $25 million movie. Uh, John Goodman and the guy from Moonlight is in it, I believe. I forget what his name Herschel is. Herschel Ali? No, not him. Starts with an A. I have to look. But uh, it's a film that deals with like humanity being taken over by an alien race, and it has kind of like the undertones of government control, and that's what the film's going to deal with. From what I can, the reviews have come in; they're kind of mixed. They're saying it's like it's a decent enough sci-fi movie. It's not. It's not really that subtle with what it's trying to say in terms of real-world context. But it's not getting awful reviews. It's just kind of in right. the middle. I'll go watch it because I, I I like. I like Science John fiction. Goodman. Yeah, I like yeah. John Goodman. Uh, what else? What else is coming out? That's five feet apart. Five feet apart. Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse is a cancer movie. Yeah. Which everybody's saying. <laughs> the cancer movie. I'm sorry. Is, they, they've made so many of these <laughs> now. Like it's like the new trend. Uh, the, the love I story movie. It's, it's not like the, the doomed lovers. Yeah. It still looks sweet, even though it's yeah, it looks, been, yeah, sweet. I mean, it looks just like a film that Wes let me borrow. What did they have? Uh, Meet Earl on the Dying Girl. Or, that, that with a, it does not look like Meet on the Dying Girl. I'm just saying. Don't dare bring that bad mojo on me or all the dying girl. I'm just talking about the being sick thing. Well, it's okay. not cancer. Yeah. What is it? It's, uh, it's kind of autoimmune. Fibrosis. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah, so yeah, our that, producer corrected then, me. It's not cancer, sorry. But then, it's, it's you get the point. It's, it's, we've seen we've seen stories like they this can't before. hold each other. Yeah, they, yeah. Oh my god. One of them's probably gonna die. <laughs> or maybe both. I mean, maybe both. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, uh, well. Wow, <laughs> that was a little far. Needless <laughs> to say, this guy isn't wanting to see yeah, it. But you know, I know. I think um, I've seen it five times. Yeah, we got movies coming out that, that aren't really going to touch Captain Marvel. There's but, a kids movie coming. You know, out. next month is what I'm really excited. Oh yeah, Wonder Park. Wonder, Wonder Park, too. which does not interest me yeah. at all. Nothing about that film's caught my attention. We're going to have some great. Another. Movies next month, well, you, you want to know something about Wonder Park? So Wonder Park, as as early as January, was called Amusement Park, and it had. The director was fired in January for sexual harassment, for sexually harassing people during the production of this film. So currently, it is in theaters, and it has no credited director. Wow. They just they left that blank. They didn't even make up a name. They just left it blank. So oh. you could have directed Wonder Park. Off. I don't want to take that credit. <laughs> no. no. You don't want that on your resume? I mean, it's actually gotten semi-okay so, reviews. Needless to say, I don't think any three of these films are going to... Are gonna no, they're get not going to touch more. They're going to come out. I don't even think people are going to go see most of them. They're going to be like, wait, there were three new movies that came out? Nah. I mean, maybe maybe Captive State might be worth it, but it's not going to make a lot of money. It doesn't have to, Yeah. but it probably won't. I mean, heck, you saw a film today that came out the same weekend as Captain Marvel. Why did it? Tell us about that one. It, uh, the, the Kid, it was just uh, directed by Vincent D'Onofrio. Chris Pratt said it for a little bit. Uh, Dave DeHaan's in it, Ethan Hawke's in it. Basically a carryover from The Magnificent Seven. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a run over... They just uh, use the entire same set. It uh, plays the beats of classic westerns. It's shot relatively well. There's some decent performances. I have some issues with the story and the script. It's okay. It's it's one of those things to watch on like a Saturday afternoon on Amazon Prime or Netflix. It kind of looks like a Netflix movie. Yeah, it that's, like what, it, that's what it felt like. Nothing particularly special. Um, yeah. Well, I guess before we kind of wrap this up, though, uh, I think we're all excited next week for us. Yes, that is going to be so much fun. One hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody's saying Get Out is not a fluke. No, it's like no. Yeah, which, by the way, I have now seen. Yeah, he's seen Get Out. Get Out. Finally, phenomenal movie. One of my favorite movies. The more I think about that movie, the more I honestly like it. Yeah, and I'm excited for us. I'm. I definitely that yeah. film, like I didn't find it to necessarily be scary, but I definitely found it very interesting and very yeah. compelling. Yeah. This film looks like it might be legitimately scary. <laughs> it might be, and probably compelling as well. 
Guys, we covered a lot of ground today. Yeah, mainly superheroes. We talked about a lot um, of stuff. Kevin, I'm glad you were here, man. You brought some interesting perspective for all this Marvel stuff. I feel like... Moving forward, we got a bunch of Marvel stuff. We know who to call. In game, you're hey. the expert. Hey, oh yeah, that's coming up, out, man. You'll be here. Uh, that's coming up. Well, yeah, thanks for joining. We're probably just going to do an entire podcast, probably about in game. <laughs> yeah, we probably, probably so. will have to. I mean, it's a three-hour long movie for crying out loud. Yeah, I'm excited. People are actually acting like they can't sit through a three-hour long movie. Yeah, make people, it five hours. I don't yeah, care. People yeah. have done oh, it longer. Like, have y'all never seen a single Lord of the Rings or Hobbit film? <laughs> you sat through the, the Hobbit. You can make it through. Isn't Titanic about three hours? I don't know. Titanic is a masterpiece, so it's okay. <laughs> right. So people can do it. They've done it. They've done it before. That's Get over I, I think my sister saw Titanic five times in theaters. So your five sister? Times. What? Yeah. What? That was her. That was hey, her jam. That's a movie people saw over and over yeah. and over again. According to his box office, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think this was a successful episode, nonetheless. It was. Yeah. Uh, as always, uh, like, comment, subscribe, rate, Please comment. Yeah, <laughs> something. Um, I saw someone left us a review on Apple Podcast. Really? I feel like it has to be someone that we know. It was a how five, many stars? It was a five star it might, review. It might have been me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was a five star review. Did it have I'll a description? Was though. it a, just a rating or a description? Did it actually explain anything? It had a description. I could probably was it like uh, Wesley? We'll anywho, we'll take a look at it. Yeah. anywho, was it like Wesley and Max are great, but that Austin? Yeah. If you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast, you'll get updated the moment new podcasts drop. Like your phone will tell you that. So. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and you know subscribe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for joining us on this Jersey uh, Jersey journey. Yeah, we're gonna do a Jersey Shore. Yeah, we'll do a Jersey Shore recap <laughs> episode. As always, I'm Wesley. I'm Austin. I'm Max. Kevin. That's Kevin. That's the guest. Yep. All right. Thanks for joining us. We're talking Maltese talk. I don't think they can see you choking. It's a podcast. Well, they can hear me.